Okay, welcome back everybody. I, um, I left 45 minutes earlier before because I was fading. Well, actually going unconscious. And um, this has happened to me a few times in the past. Okay. Where the energy is just, my, I feel fear. My belly is filled with fear and it emanates throughout my entire body. And I can feel constriction all over the place. Okay. And it's, I'm terrified actually. And uh, I really want to sit here and cry, but I, I'm, I don't want to do that either. And I don't know how to look at this in a way that I can get behind it. I'm afraid that everybody's going to judge me in here. People from SIG are going to say, oh, Ken's running his shit again and all that stuff, which is probably not true, but that's my story. Yeah. And uh, I didn't want this to, I didn't want to, I was terrified yesterday when I found out this was going on YouTube because all the people from the past who think that I hurt them or believe that I hurt them or say that I hurt them in some way are going to see it and they're going to send out vibes of hate and all this other shit, you know. And, um, and that, and that, that's where self-punishment comes from, you know, it's like, uh, the whole world's against Ken, you know. And I think I did so many bad things that I'll never be able to overcome them. And, uh, right now the, the fear is like, it's, I can't even describe it, it's just, it's all bottled up and it's just radiating out from my whole entire body. It's just terror. And uh, I don't know how to get beyond it. What happens is that when I'm in a situation like this, where as someone mentioned earlier, that the energy in the room was pretty high, and I said, oh shit, that's what it is. Yes. You know, the energy, it's like my, my ego was threatened. Yes. And, uh, and that's probably what it is. Yes. You know? And uh, I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. I'm too fucking old. You know? Yeah. I've been going on with this for too many years. I gotta stop it. Yeah. You know? Okay. And I trust I trust the your energy and I trust the love that you come from to uh support me in going through this. And you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And uh I was, I was really, I went up in my the car and I tried to go unconscious up there and I, I couldn't even go unconscious there, I was just, you know, I was just fighting it. Yeah. And then I had a little bit of lunch with uh, Carolyn and Lisa and uh, they actually supported me and come up, coming up and sitting here and I thought, oh, shit, I could never do that. Yeah. You know, and if I didn't come up here first, I would never come up here. Yeah. Two more minutes, I would have been out the door. Yeah. You know, and I want to stop that. I just really want to stop it. I want to stop all this bullshit. You know? <clears throat> and, and, uh, and I really don't know how to do it because I, I know that I'm trying to protect myself. You know, by by not coming up and, and doing this, and I want to know who's protecting what. Mm -hmm. Protecting me. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is I've been 
protecting this life, this this thing I call my life, all my life. Yes. You know, and I want to let that go. Yes. You know, and, and I want to experience, if it's ever possible, to experience freedom. Yes. Those little moments that I had with Bart and a few other people, with Linda and with you. Yes. You know, those... Yes. You know, those wow moments. That's the reality. Yes. And, and this is, and I don't, and I, and I, and it seems like I don't deserve to be there. And it's just an accident that it happens, you know. And, uh, Are you still, still wanting that, that you don't deserve it? You know, it isn't even that I run, it's just, it's, it's the substance of what I am. Yeah. It's like, that's what I'm living from, that yeah. I don't deserve. You know, it's not even a thought anymore. It's just an, an atmosphere of thought that I live in. Yes. That I don't deserve, that I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. Yes. You know, and uh, I'll never be good enough. I'll never make it. I'm too fucking old. <clears throat> no one's ever going to love me. You know, uh, all that stuff. Mm. Like me, love me, want me, accept me. Mm. It just goes on and on. Goes on and on. You know, and, uh, and it's not that I think it all the time. It's just where I live from. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's the soil out of which this thing all comes up out of. Yeah. You know? So it's how you know yourself. It's how the Ken character that's, knows himself. That's it. That's exactly what it is. Mm. So what if the... What if the Ken character was to let himself have it all? Have what? Have it all. Why not have it all? Let yourself have more, and let yourself have more, and let yourself have it all. What if this was, were, were to start replacing the other mantra about not deserving it, not being worthy, not being lovable? Why not let yourself have it all? It would just be words to me right now. It wouldn't have any meaning. It would be just a, uh, uh, an affirmation. Yeah, okay. You know, it just wouldn't have that much. I would love it to be true. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, so let's play with it for a minute then. If you were to let yourself have it all, would there be somebody who would have less because you were taking more? No, but it would be that others would say that I don't deserve to have it. Ah. Uh, maybe they're not correct. Maybe their judgment is... Uh, misplaced. Maybe they didn't get it right in the first place. Maybe you believed a lie. Maybe all this is built upon a lie. Just somebody letting off a bit of steam that you took personally. Doran was talking about what happened to him when his father died when he was seven years, eight years old. When I was eight years old, I was really already living on the streets. Parents were non-existent. I was told I was no fucking good. I'd never be any, you know, so that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, you know, I can't, I don't, they were unconscious. They did the best they could. Sure. Or, you know, they all did the best they could. Sure. It's just, but, but it's that just was, how played. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. that's what they came from, you know. Yeah. It's just, uh, uh, it was my lot to, to have that kind of family. I, yeah. I got the only one beat up in a family. You know, I was uh, yeah. beat up on the streets. I was just beat up all over the place. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you're beating yourself up now since. And that's and then I continue beating myself up to recreate that same scenario. <coughs> yeah. You know, and I don't know how to stop it. Yeah. Except suicide, you know, or uh, you know, uh, medications, which I don't want to do anymore. Yeah. <coughs> you know. Good. And uh, I'm, I've seen enough from uh, uh, enlightened people, aware people, awake people, to know that there's, there's something else. There is something else. Mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't get to that. <laughs> You're there already, but you've this overlay that's taking your attention. Yeah. You're there already. But what's taking your attention is the fear and this old familiar story, which is the, the Ken record. Mm. There's no place to get to. It's just that your attention is on the bullshit. Yeah. And the attention isn't direct attention. It's, like I said, it's the atmosphere of all that. Yeah. You know, just living in that foggy yeah. atmosphere of, yeah. I'm no fucking good. Yeah. I just, I'm, you know, I'm just bullshitting my way through life. I'm pretending people can see right through me. Yeah. Someone said the other night at the meeting that they, 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 they enjoyed me, they liked me. And I said, but you don't know my history. Yes. And Alex was smart enough to <laughs> slam me for it, you know. Yeah. Because it, that's, that's not what she was looking at. Yeah. Know? She was looking at me at the moment. Yes, yes. You know, and... Uh, you know, the mind is a fake. It's a fraud, because it's, it's saying that this is real. Everything that the mind can come up with is fake anyway. I mean, that's what it does. It's a liar. It tells you everything is real and it's not. It makes assumptions, it manipulates. It does all of this so that it can have a feeling of control and, you know, doing its gig. It's doing a good job. Mm. But the fakeness of it <coughs> seems to have permeated something. It's like you've, you've picked up the, the, the quality of fakeness, which is actually the nature of mind. It's a liar. And you've taken it to be you. Do you see? So you've traded your real identity for being a fraud in some way, a fake in some way. Yeah. That yeah. you're playing a facade. But I don't know my real... I yes. Mean, that this is only the one I know. Yes. And once in a while, that real comes through. Yes. And that the innocence I see in you is, as you said the other night, when, when I said that, you said it's bought, and you said it was a mirror. Yeah. And then you said, just drop the mirror. Mm. Uh, just right here. Yeah. I, I can get it, like, I can, like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Is that for real? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then... The mind kicks in, and that takes over, you know, yeah. like dissipates it, just yeah. wipes it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 77 years old. How many more days do I have left on this planet? You know, so uh, I don't want to hide anymore. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to hide anymore. And I don't care what people think of me, really. Good. I know. I've got to come out and tell the truth and yes. tell on myself. Yeah, it's more, it's more being honest with yourself and let people decide what they want to decide. That's none of your business. 
you know, if people judge or don't judge, that's none of your business. That's their prerogative. That's their gig. Yeah. You know? Mm. But the hiding behind mind, hiding behind these things, giving mind the authority to be in charge, this is what has to change. And you're, you're not your mind, you know. And and no, I, see, I get that. I, I get that, and I don't get that. Yeah. Because I live from that. Yeah. But I get and and a moments of clarity. I get that I am not my mind. Yeah. I'm not my body. Yeah. You know, it's just it's something I'm using to move around with and communicate from, and. Uh, it really isn't me. Like I had a moment a couple of weeks ago where I was in, in meditation only for a few minutes and I realized that I'm not breathing my body, my body's breathing itself. Yes, yes. You know, it's just breathing is happening. Yes. And I have nothing to do with it. Yes. You know, and uh, it's like moments like that. Yeah. Then the idea of me, of being a mind is just, just fades yeah. for that moment. Yeah. Until whoosh, like a like a big wave comes in and whoa, takes me right over. You know, oh I go totally nuts. Okay. You know? Okay. So do you feel it when it comes in? When when do, does it have you for a period of time and you're like hypnotized? Or do you feel it when it comes in? Do you know it? When the mind comes in? Mm. Like that wave comes over and you go nuts. What's what's? No, it's not. It's it's gra It's a, like a sneaky, gradual thing. Okay. Uh, and then it just before you know it, I'm overpowered by it. Okay. And when you get the next crack, when you see that this is mind again, what happens then? What do you do then when you get that little bit of distance from that hypnosis? It's it's a it's it's a freedom I can't even describe. It's, it doesn't last very long. Okay. I, in terms of time, you know. Okay. It, it, it's, but it, but it because, but for the time, it's like eternity. Okay. It's, it's like, it's forever. Okay. With, for that, you know, just okay. doing, doing that happening thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and yeah. then whoosh, closes up. Yeah. So is there any, is there a state of mind in between the two? That opening, that happening, and being completely overwhelmed by mind. Is there a state of mind where you can say, bloody hell, this is my mind again. That's that old yakety yak going on. Do you have that capacity to observe mind? Yeah, I do, at that time. And then what happens is I want to share it. I, ah. want to say, I want to say it's possible. Okay. You know, I'll talk to Carolyn, who's a, you know, this, this really is possible. Okay. You know, and, and I, I, then I can't find words to describe what was happening. Okay. You know, and uh, okay. And then I get frustrated, and I get—I don't know—it just feels like I just fall back into the old can again. Okay. Okay. So when you get that distance, right, and you're like, "Whoa, I can—I can—I can see the the drama." So mind is watching mind. So the the personal drama can is being watched by the impersonal capacity, right? Now, the moment that the impersonal starts talking about it and making an, an event out of it, you're back in the personal. Back in the back yeah. You're actually sabotaging your own break there. That's it. Yeah. 
that's what, that's yeah. what's doing yeah, it. The mind takes takes yeah. takes responsibility for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gone into it again. Then it's like as soon as you get a breather going into the impersonal, you leak it, you bleed it, you give it away. Yeah, that's you, right. you don't know what to do with it. You can't keep anything for yourself. That's what. As soon as it comes, blah, 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 that's out it's gone again. When I was 27 years old, I had my first satori doing a guided meditation with the Rita Sperling and uh, I disappeared and this is what I this is what I remember of it. uh-huh. it's just it's just memory it's sure. not, it's pure golden white light love yeah. beyond anything you could even imagine yes. peace that's yes. goes on forever no birth no death mm. it was like it was just total blissful experience for that 20 minutes or so that had it happened. Yeah. <clears throat> and when I, when she woke us up in this guided meditation, Rita looked at my eyes, she said, you had a cosmic experience. Yeah. You know, and she says, can you tell us about it? Okay. And I said, I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't know how. Yeah. You know, it's just, and then I tried to find words for it. Uh-huh. And I told my family, there's no death, don't worry, you're not going to die. I said, blah, blah, blah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Go get drunk, you know. That's yeah. like something I stopped ever talking about it. Yeah. And what I did was go see the gurus to see if I can reconnect them. Yeah. You know, who, who? I read the books. I did the see Thomas Merton, S. Sure. Training, sure. Muktananda, Satchitananda, anybody. Sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, I get glimpses from. Few of them. <laughs> sure. But. Uh, sure. So that's what that's that's what brought me on through the search was to. Sure. Yeah. And I didn't cause it, you know, that's the kick yeah, of it. Yeah, it, yeah. I, it didn't happen, it happened to me. There was no happening. Yeah. It wasn't even me. Yeah. It's just that this disappeared. There was no body. Yes. There was yes nothing. Yes. Yes. Okay. That was the beginning of it. Yeah. Okay. So this th- there's a lot you can do, Ken. This there's this halfway house where the mind uses the mind to disempower itself. And, and this is where you lose your energy. It's like you've been given the, the, the crumbs to guide your way to that impersonal. And as soon as you're there, the tools you pick up are of the personal mind again. Mm-hmm. And you're back in. Yeah. Train mind to stay impersonal, to say, whoa, there's that cloud, that Ken cloud, that old Ken cloud in my atmosphere. You know, It's like, there it is. Fine. That's that unworthiness. That's that. Fear of judgment, that's that persona. Fine, I'm not that. And just watch it. Just watch it. Don't be, don't be caught in its story. Okay. But watch it with you know, diligence and silently. Just watch it. It's your own personal gig. Just watch it. You know? not, not, and and, and uh, the possibility of getting sucked into it. If you're watching it, you can't get sucked into it. You can't. If you're talking about it and making it an experience, you're in it again. So when I watch it, uh, just just watch it. If you're watching it, you're just watching it. No judgment, no, what if it comes after? No, no, nothing. Just watching it. Just watching it. Like a security camera in the corner watching what's going on in the room. It's just watching. Mm. It's no comment, no nothing. It's just watching. Mm. That zone of clean watching. 
And as long as you're watching it, it's not running. And you've got to give yourself those breaks mm. of when the cloud isn't in charge. That atmospheric density, that story. Mm. You have to train your mind to, to operate in a way that's not running that story, but that story isn't king. Mm. Mm. This you can do. You kind of have to do it really. I don't think you're going to be able to jump that step. Right. Do you know? Yeah. You know? It's not going to be easy, but I can do it. Um, it's more, it's, it's, it's not easy to sustain it because the sooner you think, whoa, I'm observing it, you're back in again. <laughs> yeah. Do you see? It's tricky. Yeah. It's, it's the frequency is what's important. The amount of times that you catch, whoa, there's that cloud again. I'm in, I'm in the old zone. The, it's the frequency with which you see it mm. and step out and watch what's happening. Mm. So if you see it once a day, I'm not interested. If you see it 20 times a day, okay, now we're getting somewhere. Mm. 20 would be good. Without commenting on it, just watch it. No commenting at all. There can be no commenting. If there's commenting, you're too glued into it. That's right. Okay? Mm -hmm. So it's not how long you can stay observer, because there might be four seconds, there might be two, there might be half a minute. It's the frequency with which you pull back is where the key here is. Okay. The frequency with which you're like, whoa, there's that cloud again, that old Ken story. There it is. Fine. Now I'm driving the car. So what? Do you know? Yeah. And you continue with whatever's going on. It's the frequency is what you're after. Okay. Frequency. Yeah. How often do you pull back from that cloud? Because it's like every time you're just disconnecting. You're making the wiring yeah. looser, looser, looser every yeah. time. I, I get it. I just have to do it. You just have to do it. Yeah. Now, this is where you need discipline. This is where you need tenacity. This is where you need focus. Okay. This is the most important spiritual practice you'll probably ever need. Okay. Do you know? Because this, this connection is the very thing to break it. Because you can't jump from the cloud to that, to that which you are underneath. It's, it's too big. You're going to have to start disconnecting to train your mind not to run the other story mm. because it's in there for 70 years mm. it's like physiologically to burn off those neurological pathways you need brain surgery or something <laughs> I mean do you know so, yeah. so let's just do it the, the, the organic way okay. and unplug unplug its power line that's all you're doing just keep unplugging the power line and it actually will weaken its hip, hypnotic power it weakens it okay I will do that. You know, I could say do self-inquiry and jump to that space where there's nothing, but it won't work. It, it just won't work. When those breaks come, they come. Fantastic. You know? But there's something you can do to change the wiring, to change the level of identification with that story. Just watch it. Watch it. The frequency with which you unplug from it and watch it is the key. Try it and let me know. Okay. I will. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I will do that. Yeah. Good. Thank you, Jack. Good. Sure. You. There's no fear in that observing place, you know? That watching place. There's no fear there. There isn't. Yeah. That's how you know it. The only fear that comes up is the fear, will I be able to do it? Yeah, but that's, that's in the me story. That's the me story. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa, that's part of that package. There's no answer to that. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? All right. And see it. Thank you. Don't believe it. Just see it. Okay. Yeah. Let's Thanks. check in again and see. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, sure.
Well, like this fellow said, I kind of wanted to hone my question before I came up here, but I'm just going to go for it. Good for you. So, um, the belief driving me these days is that um, I can't focus my life on the fact that life is just a dream until I have the dream at a point where it can just kind of be on automatic. So, I feel like I have to have uh, an income or have my lifestyle at a certain point before I can start just forgetting about it. Um, and I guess there's also a lot of identity that um, I would like to be seen as an intelligent professional that can, is competent and can take care of himself. Um, so I've got a lot invested in that. Do you see yourself as that? Or is it just an image that you're trying to build yourself up to? I used to see myself at that, as that. At this point um, in my life, um, I've reinvented myself a couple of times, and this is like the third time I've started a new career, and I'm trying to retrain myself to do something I think would be fun, but... Um, Uh, it's computer-related work, and the problem is I can't remember anything. Ah. You need more memory. Hmm? Your system needs more memory. <laughs> 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 they kind of knocked me off the <laughs> I can't even focus. That's all right. Sure, look, let's be with not focusing. Let's be with not being able to focus. <laughs> Isn't it all right that you can't focus? No. Why? It makes me look like a doofus. Ah, <laughs> Look like a doofus. I don't know what a doofus is, but look like a doofus and celebrate it. <laughs> be happy you're a doofus. Or you look like a doofus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to see me as a doofus. <laughs> I know that, but be a doofus anyway. <laughs> can, you, can you override it? I don't know. Come on, work with me. Come on, you can. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant in general. Yeah, I can, I can work with you. All right. For sure. All right. Okay. Okay. So let's say all these people here think you're a complete plonker. <laughs> Do you say punker? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, let's stick with doofus. We don't, we don't think that far. <laughs> way. No, 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 this is not what I want. Okay. Okay, what if, so what if they do? Yeah. Well, I mean, intellectually, I can say it doesn't really matter what anybody thinks. All right. And then at a gut level? It does. Why? What power does it have? It's just my conditioning. Okay. But isn't that just what somebody else said? 
I guess when you're caught in a dream, the dream stuff matters. Um, that's the story. Okay, that's the story. Okay, so bring me back again. Okay. Sorry, I'm a doofus. No, it's great, great, great. Doofus is the way to go today. Be with this feeling of being a doofus. Be with it. It's hard to feel that way when I'm with you, but um, I don't feel like one right now. Okay. But is the ability to feel one there on the side, to feel like you're a doofus? Oh, for sure. <clears throat> okay. So, so, but the ability to be that and the ability to be an intelligent professional is also there, no? It used to be. But, I mean, I think I'm coming to the realization that I might have to throw in the towel on this new career because I can't remember a friggin' thing. Okay. You know, I go from one screen of information and then five seconds later, I can't remember what the hell I was supposed to do. Okay. 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 And my good friend was saying, well, maybe that's because you're waking up. I don't know if I can attribute it to that or not. I wish I could. It could be nutrients. It could be anything. There's a gazillion things that... that could be age. Could. could. It could be anything. That's a whole other distraction. Okay. You can go down that way, you know, and, and try and investigate what memory loss is about. But it's a whole other distraction, no? Mm-hmm. I mean, I really want to wake up. Okay. Okay. I say that, and yet I let myself be thrown off track by these stupid beliefs. Yes, exactly. Can you see that they run and have them on the side instead of the core vision? Can you make that shift? I think that's a part of the wrong-headed belief is that I think once I get the dream on track, then I can start doing that. Yes. <clears throat> yes. And what if the dream doesn't come on track? What if it just never comes right? Yeah. I was thinking about that this morning. I mean, what if I end up in a gutter? Is that okay? Yeah. If I'm awake? <laughs> Probably just about anything would be better than what I'm going through right now. So why not just... Um, Stop trying to fix the dream and just just recognize who you are and see the dream as the dream. And then being a doofus would be fine anyway, wouldn't it? <laughs> I guess it would. Okay. So but the only thing that's keeping the dream alive is the identification with being a doofus. With being a doofus? Yes. Mm. Or the fear of being judged or right. the feeling that you're not, you know as professional and, and intelligent as, as what you want to be perceived to be. Mm -hmm. or, these are the things that, that are blocking the truth of who you really are. <clears throat> you know, I understand all the concepts. It's just, I can just sit back and say, I don't really need to find a job because I'm not in control anyway, but sitting back on the couch and not looking for a job's not going to help me find it. I don't know. Do you know what I'm No, saying? it's going to, you're going to, that's spiritual bypassing. Right. That's right, grabbing a spiritual right. concept in order to just opt out. Right. You know? It's not much good. So I guess, um, so if I drop the belief about worrying about getting a career or whatever, I mean, that's the other thing, you know. I want to wake up. I don't give a shit about being 
invested in a career. You see, they're not actually against each other. They don't fight against each other, but you have them in two things. One has to get sorted for the other one, or, right. or, or if I do this one, I don't have to do that one. They're actually not against each other at all. They're not in conflict at all. Mm. Life isn't an obstacle. Having a career isn't an obstacle. But you've set them up as two opposing things. Don't you have to... Doesn't your heart have to be into it for it really to be a career? Or a livelihood? A livelihood? No. It's just a means of making money. Put food on the table. It's kind of a practical thing. It just thing. doesn't seem fair to um, work for somebody and not care that you're doing it for just nothing but survival, you know. Ah, okay. So now you want a meaningful career. If I'm going to have to go through the motions, I want to care about it, I guess. Yeah. Ah, now this is more the block. Hmm. This is more the block. So. Purpose and meaning, are these things important to you? Or is it contributing, or is it getting value out of something, or what is it? Because if your agenda is to have a meaningful job that rewards you personally, mm-hmm. that, is, that is a bit of a distraction. Because yeah. if you believe that the world and that the movie can give you mm. pleasure, mm-hmm. well then that's actually what you're interested in. The idea of waking up is just like a safety net. If that doesn't work, well, I can always wake up and I'll be fine if I'm on the gutter. <laughs> you know, then it's your safety net. That's really not how it works. I don't see it as that, no. Okay. Then you either want the world to treat you better and to, to have a, you know, a job that's rewarding, mm. or you can see that that's just movie material. Okay. Which is it? Right. I want to wake up, that's what I want. Then whatever work is going to put clothes on your back and keep a roof over your head, just do it. Yeah. And whatever, um, <coughs> you know, there'll be good days, there'll be bad days, but don't look for anything pleasurable in your work. Just do your best, do the mm. gig, that's it. Mm. Because in, in, if you load your work with desires for fulfillment or satisfaction or it having some kind of value for who you are as a person, all of this is movie material. Mm. All of this will be taken from you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's being taken from you now, but you still have the old wiring and you're trying to make it fit. That's it. I just... So if I am looked at as a doofus bum, then... Happy days. (laughs) It's great to to have the ego squirm like this. It doesn't feel great. Ha! For who? What you really are, we'll have, we'll absolutely laugh at it. The big cosmic joke, like, hey, you know, there's doofuses, and there's intelligent guys, and today I'm a doofus. You see, because then there's no stickiness, whereas if you think it's who you really are, if there's something threatened, aha, if there's a self-image to maintain, okay. You see? I need to find a way to loosen that up. Yes. Yes, you're right. 
So I'm the how guy. I want to know how. <laughs> Wherever your self-image is being maintained, stop maintaining it. Maintained, protected, enforced, defended. Wherever the self-image is distracting you, go against it. Let your self-image go to dirt and celebrate it. I know it'll be happy days when the character's gone. It's just, I guess I'm clinging on to it right now. Yeah, you know? you're defending it, you see. Yeah. Yeah, you're defending it. Yeah, yeah. And there's certain things you, you, you still think will make you happy in life. Right, right. But, but actually somewhere in you, you know that they won't. Right, I know but, that. But, but you're hanging on to have, a, <laughs> yeah. have a, just a meaning for life. And then when, that, when that's, you know, meaningful job is started, then I'll do this. And it's like, hold on, this waking up is happening right now. <laughs> you know, there's nothing in life that has any meaning. Mm. But, but, but you've got to put food on the table. So just let, let a job happen. Yeah. You want it to be fun? If it's fun, it's fun. If there isn't fun, there'll be fun another way. <laughs> Go play football on Friday evenings and you'll have fun. Do you, I mean, you know. Yeah. Should I push, push it as far as uh, pushing myself into situations where I make a fool out of myself? Oh, life is helping you to make a fool of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening already. <laughs> <laughs> it is, you see, because you're, you're, you're defending it. You're avoiding appearing as doofus. So actually, it's happening to you. Because you're, oh, you're contracting. Yeah. I had you to see? go to a one-day conference yesterday, and the whole day was just ungodly, uncomfortable. It's helping me, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it is, you see. It's happening already. It's happening already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roll with it, huh? I'm glad you accept invitations. <laughs> Thank you. Hmm. How are you doing? Hi. Um. Well, um, last time we talked, we talked a little bit about uh, Clearing space in my life. Yes, maybe a little more volume. It's very low. Last time we talked, we talked about uh, clearing space in my life. Um, and um, something that has come up and continues to come up is this judgment that I have of. Everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. I judge every single entity I come in touch with. Um, and if there aren't people around, I judge myself incessantly. Um, I'm seeing it happen. And I'm starting to have a little bit of a 
it's showing me how prominent it is in every aspect of my life. And I'm feeling inclined to ask you about applying inquiry to that. Is that thunder or there's no explosions or anything? Okay, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it seems so apropos, by the way, that there's a story. <laughs> yeah. are, you all, are you all feeling that too? Um, so. Self inquiry as an antidote to stop the judgment? Part of me wants to be able to do something about it. Yes, okay. Because my, a lot of my judgment is around this idea of doing. Like, I'm not doing the right thing. Or there should be there's something else I should be doing right now. That's when I turn the judgment inward. And when I turn the judgment outward, it's just categorizing, labeling, mm. naming, mm. incessantly. Mm. Almost mindless. I mean, totally mindlessly. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And so, I'm wondering if what this is just bringing me to is a need to be with it and not to... Maybe inquiry isn't what's right right now. Maybe inquiry is just another way of doing, and so that I could determine that I'm doing the right thing. Yes. And I'm judging myself in a positive light because I've got inquiry going on. Yes, it does feel it's tarnished with this when you speak about inquiry, but this does feel like it's, it's woven its way in. Because otherwise, just being and not doing anything is when the judging arises. Yeah. What about giving mind something healthier to do? Like what? Mantra. A repeated phrase. I've never done it before. Ah, okay. It's just chewing gum for the mind, you know? It feels like it's manipulation, though. What isn't? Just being isn't manipulation, is it? It isn't, but my, the nature of mind is to be busy. Mm-hmm. So if, if there is a busy mind, it's like... It's found itself a groove of where labelling and categorising and judging is what it likes to be busy with. Always. Okay, we live in a world where we're not trained to use our minds. It's nuts that we have an education system that doesn't deal with... I mean, how can it be called education? Like, (laughs) education, and we're not even taught how to use our minds. There's something seriously flawed in what we call civilised world. So, so using using mind in a way that, that, that doesn't make such deep categorizations, that doesn't penetrate and create a separate world for you. Mm-hmm. If mind is going to be busy, let's give it health food. Let's give it something where it's not reinforcing this lie of separation. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a manipulation, but, but there's a place for manipulation too. There's, mm-hmm. a place for, there's a place for eating health food. There's a, there's a place for all of it. Sometimes it's productive, sometimes it's counterproductive, sometimes you drop both. Mm-hmm. There's a wisdom to know when to play with what. Mm-hmm. You see? So we can say, okay, there's judgment there, let it be. That's not going to help much because the judgment is actually reinforcing the belief in separation. Mm. 
So we need to do something about this because it is reinforcing separation. It's like so create distraction from the tendency to create separation through hyperactive mind. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, you know, an addict like uh, whatever, you know, like a, a, a dope head, you know, somebody's really really get before they get out of bed in this morning they have their first joint, okay? Mm-hmm. That person can end up being addicted to golf. Mm-hmm. That's a lot better for their body. We're just moving the things around, but it's a lot better for their body. Their head's clearer, they're fitter, they're healthier. Okay, now we can do something. Now a life of quality can be lived. And it, 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 there's space for that too. Sure, it's in the dream. It's all in the dream. But, but there are certain things in the dream that need to happen. It's dream material. It's the destiny of the body-mind. You see? So it sounds like what you're suggesting is substituting for a more healthy addiction. Yes. And my inclination is to try and dissolve the need for addiction. When it's got a healthy addiction, easier to dissolve it. Right now it has a double burden. We've got addiction, we've got the substance of addiction. What do we, what, what's easier to, de- to deal with? A golfer who's addicted or a dopehead who's addicted? At least we can communicate with the golfer. See? Mm-hmm. So we have two layers in this, huh? So the, the type of, 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 of mind loop that the obsessive thinking has gotten into itself is a problem. Mm-hmm. We get rid of the, 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 the damage, actually, you know, which is, which is the belief in separation being constantly reinforced. So we get rid of the, the damage, the consequence of that thought, and if that's gone, now we're just dealing with addiction. Mm-hmm. Not the detrimental effects of the substance of addiction. I understand. Okay. We have two layers. We have two layers. So you give it something healthy, healthy to think about, which becomes your anchor, just an anchor. Mm-hmm. And, and somehow, if you feel energy, then the energetic contraction of the judgment will be gone. Something will, will thin out, will become looser and more pliable. And then you can see addiction. And addiction then, okay, yeah, addiction has its own loop. It's about doing this will make me feel whole and make me be complete. But in your case, if I can jump forward to phase two of it, mm-hmm. in your case, um, addiction makes you feel alive. Mm. Actually makes you feel alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's how you experience. And when there's experience and there's something vivid, something alive, it's the only word I can find, really. That's very true. I mean, when I'm not, my, life, my lifestyle is such that if I'm not living something kind of dramatic, I feel like yeah. I'm dying. Like you're dying, yeah. And yeah. so I'm drawn, I mean, my career allows me to do that. My relationships have allowed me to do that. They, they're addictive cycles of the high and the low. Yeah. It's, you know, I travel over 150 days a year internationally. It's like the rush. Yeah. And it's, I'm addicted to the rush of emotions or excitement yes and if I wake up in the morning and nothing's happening is when I start to fall yeah 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 that feeling of being alive that rush will be taken from you because Good. yeah because all it is is, is it's a chemical drug it's all it is it's another addiction as you know mm-hmm. but it's just a chemical rush yeah. You know, it's just the adrenaline, it's the buzz, and it's 
the ideas you have around being active and you know participating and engaging and mm -hmm. the whole hypnosis that happens when you do that. And so we're we're fooling in the short term. Yes. My addictive nature. Yes. In order to dissolve it. Yes. Exactly. There's no rush in running a mantra. <laughs> there really isn't, you know. It's just chewing gum, you know. It's just more of the same. <laughs> Pragmatically, what does that look like? Does that mean I wake up in the morning and I just start repeating a mantra to myself? Yeah. Start running it. Change the habit. Change the, you know, the, the, the music that's on the loop system, you know. Yeah, just start running it. And run the same one, run the same one until it's juiced out, mm. you know. But have a look at, at experiencing. Just have a look at that. See if you can, because I think I've, I have an idea of how your head works. So I think, I think you'll actually be able to analyze and, and pull apart the, the hypnosis that happens when there's a rush. Of, of being engaged with life mm -hmm. happening. Mm -hmm. You know? Just the sequence of thoughts that are believed that I'm participating, that this is fun, the full on distraction. No, I know. It means I'm useful. Means it I'm means useful. I matter. Ah. It means my life is being justified because I'm doing something. Yeah. If I'm not doing anything, there's no value uh -huh. in my existence. Yeah. That's the tape that I've lived with and I'm slowly healing apart yeah. and has, there's been some pretty big cracks in that story yeah. but that, that was the tape that was running that if my efforts in existence wasn't somehow creating or doing anything that was yeah. tangible it was my life is meaningless but your life is meaningless totally meaningless yeah, yeah. I'm so grateful of discovering that yeah, yeah. it was probably the most the happiest moment of my life was when I realized that my fear that my life was meaningless was actually true. Yeah. It was like, thank, like, thank I wish God. I would have known thank this. You. <laughs> you know, like, thank yeah. God. It's the whole life is meaningless. I can stop running. It's going nowhere. I have nothing to prove anymore. Yeah. And so now I'm standing here knowing that my life is totally meaningless and yes. completely grateful for that. Yes. But also... Spinning a little bit. Spinning, yeah. Plugged out the fan, but the fan is still whirring a yeah, bit. Yeah, it's still spinning around, um, and at least what it's doing right now is it's just naming, labeling, judging. Not, but not anymore to prove my own self worth. Yeah. It's just like it's out of habit. Yeah. It's yeah. like I'm still categorizing my experiences and people, and I'm, you know. You know, thinking I'm better or less than and yeah. trying to come up with ways to it do keeps that. separation going, you see? Yeah. And separation is, is, is you know, the cornerstone of the buzz. You know? Because mm -hmm. there's separation and there's connectedness. And when you're engaged, you're connected. Right. So let's, let's it's separate and categorize everything so that in contrast to that, I can engage in something and be connected. So, so while you've got rid of the purpose, you've got this dichotomy of, of separation connected, separation connected, still running. Mm -hmm. Funny, huh? Mantra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mantra. A simple old mantra. 
Why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah. But as long as you can see that, can you, can you see the, 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 the participation versus the separation? Absolutely. And how they feed into each other? Absolutely, because there's two really different felt senses. There's one of like, when I'm labeling, I'm not a part of it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's that which is that way, and I'm not that way. I'm either better or worse, or redder, greener, or whatever. Yeah. It's vis-a-vis -vis me, there's a yeah. distinguishing characteristic. Yeah. 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 Subject-object is solid there. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Huh. And so, mantra will help me close that gap. Yes. Right? It'll yes. create that. It stops that subject-object. Relationship with yeah. reality, with yes. The oneness. Yes, yes. Yes, it stops the, the reinforcing of difference. Is, and is that where the observer comes in? Or... Not really. This is a different groove, really. You know, because um, you... Not really. This is, this is about changing your wiring, changing the loops. Just, just mind managing mind to tidy up a few things that are keeping the individuality alive, you know? Mm. That, yeah. You have a bit of rewiring to do. Yeah. It's much more important than observing or self-inquiry right now. It's just a bit of tidying up because these old habits are effective. Mm -hmm. they, they, that's where you get caught and where the hypnosis is running. trying to narrow it down to something, but I don't know yet. So, um, four months ago, my marriage ended. And in the aftermath, immediately, it was incredibly raw. Mm. Raw, naked, intense sense of loss, of who I am and who I thought I was and who, you know, what I thought was ahead of me. And um, my instinct is, was to cover myself, you know, and, and now I'm coming out of it a bit, but I don't want to glue pieces back together. Uh -huh. I want it to just lay on the floor, yeah. you know? I don't want to go back to how I was before. Okay. I want to use this as a something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. For a bit of transformation. <coughs> yeah. 
and, and at the same time, I'm very aware that I'm trying to grow from this. You know, it's the spiritual thing to do. Seize the moment of tragedy and turn it into transformation. Yeah. And so, a part of me, you know, I tried. I followed the rules. I have been very careful with my life and as a mother, as a wife, and, you know, and here I am. It went belly up anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't matter. Yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah. Um, so, you know, part of me wants to just, like I said, use it to grow and be more clear about who I am and what I want. And part of me just wants to do something completely out of character. <laughs> okay. I'm more interested in developing the second part <laughs> because the first part is okay, let's just reestablish an identity and right. find out who I am. It's like who you are is not in the movie, is not the one who is now not married. Right. That's not who you are. That's just a character in a movie. That's somebody playing a script as mom, as wife, as ex wife, as whatever. Right. It's, okay. been, it's been a documentary so far. Yeah. And now it's an intense. Romantic drama. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, that is, it's very different for me. That's, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not, that's not, yeah. I'm not used to this. Yeah. And the, the intensity of, of the feeling, you know, the, the time when it was pure hell, it was hell, but, but it was pure. You know what I mean? It was like, there was nothing left but the intensity of raw, it's just yeah. gone. Okay. Who I was, yeah. not there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, wanna, <laughs> I want to... I want to do the right thing in letting go of this I, I understand that changing the movie is not the answer. No. It's to get up and leave. But if the movie, as long as I'm here with this ego that I have, that's still completely identified with my story, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter which way I go. Yes. The spiritual path or the Girls Gone Wild movie. <laughs> it, it does and it doesn't. Relatively, it does. Because it's it's a which scene of the movie are we going to watch? You know, we've got two alternate endings here. You know, so relatively yeah. yes, movie material yeah it does, um, and the capacity to suffer goes along with the one that has deeper identification. Mm -hmm. That'll go deep if the one that'll go deeper into ego land there'll be more suffering. So relatively it makes a difference. Absolutely not at all. Doesn't matter a button. It isn't you anyway. Mm -hmm. But my sense is that. To say to you, well, it doesn't matter about what you do because it's not you anyway. That's just going to lead to spiritual bypassing. You see, so mm -hmm. so we can't go there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so why not avoid rebuilding a character, avoid rebuilding a new identity, and go with the pull towards 
doing things that are totally not what the old character used to do. Break your rules a bit, huh? Yeah. But my rules have been be responsible, take mm -hmm. care of my children, mm -hmm. be kind. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the opposite of that? Trusting that your own maternal instinct will take care of your children. That that there there is no need for uh, the claiming of responsibility in order to function as a mom. But just that nurturing and just being totally with them is all that's needed. It is all that's needed, you know. Mm -hmm. Being responsible is a bit of ego land, you know. You have mm -hmm. an ability to respond. It's enough. It's enough. Being kind, ah, that's too Christian. Chuck it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you were saying earlier about um, it's manipulative to to try to give what people what you think they want to, to whatever yeah. you know protect the protect the image that I have of myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's big. Mm. Have you got the courage to let things fall randomly, the way they will, if you're not playing that role? I, I'm not even sure what that looks like yet. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. Before the marriage ended, I asked myself, what do I want? And it was freedom, with or without him. Mm -hmm. And that's what I got. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's Feels good. Yeah. I know that I know that it's what needed to happen. Okay. I've been completely mired in the details of how it has happened. And it's it's just energy hemorrhaging. Mm. You know. So Are you out of it? Have you let it go? The marriage? What do you mean? Let it go. Is it still playing on you as a... Because it's, it's traumatic, no? Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is there still trauma ongoing or, or is it like... Whew, I'm, out of the, I'm out of the rawness. I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm not out of it yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. To well, be honest with myself, yes. It's, yes. It's still painful. Okay. That's all right. It's grief, you know? It's just yeah. grief. It takes some time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take chances. Do things you never thought you would do. When opportunities come, just take them. Don't cling to any one identity. 
-hmm. You know, because very quickly the ego will say, well, I was somebody that married, now I'm somebody, I'm the same person, I just, I'm just not married. Yeah. It's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, stall. <laughs> right. Don't go there. Just be a bit of a leaf in the wind, you know? You can mm -hmm. still remember to, to bring your kids to school, don't worry. Do you know? Mm -hmm. But be a bit of a leaf in the wind. Let, let life carry you a bit and show you what it wants to do. Just let your, let your thinking become unlimited, is what I'm really saying, in a more practical way. Mm -hmm. You know? Unlimited. That's the most important thing I can say. Yeah. Let it get unlimited. It wants to analyze everything completely. Micro, 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 micro. Yeah. Go macro. <laughs> unlimited. Yeah. Unlimited. It's like you're, you're going to get cross-eyed if you keep <laughs> micro-focusing. Mm -hmm. And it's, it actually will serve you much better to, to go unlimited in your thinking. Expand possibilities, expand potentiality. Just let it all get wider. Don't focus on the limits. Mm -hmm. Don't focus on the detail. Just, just let your space get bigger. You know, being on your own now, you kind of owe that to yourself. Actually, let yourself expand a bit, huh? Yeah. But then it it feels like um, all that there is is desire. Mm -hmm. That's what the eye does. It's its <laughs> core fuel. It just, it's just, I feel like I've been contained for, for a very, very long time. Absolutely. And now that container is gone. Yes. But what is left is not a leaf in the wind, it's desire. Okay. It's now I want this and I want that and, you know, okay. I want. Okay. I want. Let's see what you can have then. Have it. <laughs> but it's still me chasing desire. It is, but but if if you run after desire for a little bit, you'll see. Actually, I don't want those things at all. I just I'm just <laughs> I'm just playing with running after something. Yeah, that's really what you're doing. But let yourself do it till you okay. see that. So this changes nothing. This is just the buzz of running after something to see if I can get it. Yeah. Then you get it, and it's like, oh, what's next? Mm -hmm. That's desire. So let yourself run after a few things, and that'll spin out quickly. Okay. Yeah. Mm. As wide, as wide, as wide as you can. No containers at all around you. Mm. None. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's <laughs> uncomfortable. That feeling of completely being on my own. Freedom. You know? Well, I don't know if it's uncomfortable. It's different. It's unknown. Is it really uncomfortable? Uh, I guess it's... I, I'm unsure. Okay. It, you okay. know, I like to know. Okay. I like to know and be sure. Okay. That feels comfortable. Okay. So, yes, right. the unknown feels uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah, I understand. So, yes, I wanted freedom. Now I have freedom. And I don't know what that means. I don't know where that's going or... Yeah. You know. That's the whole idea of freedom. <laughs> That's the whole point, is, is lack of control. That's what yeah. freedom is about. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't mind mad? Yes. You know, you, you want something and then you get it and it's like, but, but this isn't how I thought it was. And it's like, it never is. Yes. You know, because <laughs> you know, mind just has its own idea of things, you know? Mm -hmm. So, 
I, you know, I asked you Thursday about the nature of love because I'm left with this, the question of, you know, what is love then? It wasn't that, I guess, you know. It's, it's, it's just attachment. Sure. And loving one over another is usually based on desire. That's human love. That's love in the movie. Let it be not good enough. Not good enough. Hmm. Don't settle for it. It's just a happening. Hmm. The movie industry puts it up there, you see? <laughs> Fairy tale books, they put it up there. Everything puts it up there. And it's like, what's the big deal? Sure, it's, it penetrates everything because it's movement itself. Mm -hmm. So there's an aroma of it everywhere, do you know? And then, of course, we live in a world of where, you know, desire sells. That's what keeps the economies going, no? Mm -hmm. Desire. So, so what a greater thing than to imagine that love is attainable and sellable and heals all. And sure, love is just the most natural thing in the world. What's the big deal about it? Trying to run away from the very thing that's in your cells, you know? Or trying to get more of it. It's like, huh? That's mind's interpretation of love. So don't buy the movie industry image of love. That's just marketing. But life without it is, is what? What's without it? Where is there no love? Where? What's not love? It's everywhere. You know? Even the opposite of love is love, you know? It's too immediate to be absent. But we're, we're, we're reared with these filters of love is this, and this is absence of love, and you want this kind of love, and this kind of love is manipulative or self-centered, and it's like, take off those glasses, you know? Mm. Everything's inside, you know? Everything is within. That's what the freedom is about to me. It's freedom from externals, from feeling at the, at, you know, victim of thoughts of this happens, I have a good day. This happens, I have a bad day. You know, I, I, want, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. So. Hmm. Let it play as it will, huh? So it's relative. What matters, what doesn't matter. Yes. At Whole Foods, I'm standing in front of the smoothie section. Oh, I should, no, oh my God. I should have the one with the protein. No, not that one. The vitamin C, no. And then I thought, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter which one I pick. That's sort of horrible. You know? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I kind of can see that. Yes. So. 
And the body will have its wisdom to grab the vitamin C, even though you didn't read that there was kiwis in it. Like, you know, it just your 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 body will do it if mind gets out of the way. Yeah. So maybe everything can be that way. Yes, everything can be that way. Yes. Yeah, I don't have to analyze it and understand it. Not first. at all. Not at all. It's mind squashing everything into a funnel, you know. Yeah. It's not working for you anymore. No. Any kind of a container is not mm -hmm. good for you now. Okay. That's good. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. We lost Ken again, huh? got issues, so I'm not just going to sit back there. Uh, um, well, um, you said last, you asked me last night if the universe could get along, you said it could get along just fine without me. And um, that was pretty cool. You know, I'd known that, I'd heard that somewhere before. Somebody actually told me that. <laughs> Evidently, I needed it a few other times. But, um, kind of had a little bit more weight, you know, to think about it last night. Uh, I picked up your book and I read it, um, got your book last night and read it. And, um, you know, I can see the, uh, the place you're coming from, maybe, when you said that. And, um, it's not just an attack, you know, to bring some, to, to, to put somebody in their place. It's more of a, an insightful way of, um, of hearing the truth about yourself. And, um, I really don't know what I'm going to say, but other than, um, you know, it's a lonely business. Um, uh, living in your own head, yes. you know, and being the, uh, uh, what's it called, the, uh, a legend in your own mind kind of yes. thing. Yes. And, um, <laughs> you know, for the, for the lack of wanting that to be destroyed, you know, you pretty much control things to where they um, stay that way. Yes. You know? And you don't want to put yourself in a position to um, 
you know, let your guard down or, or uh, you know, you want to keep the wagon circled, make sure you're in control. And um, so that's why I'm up here, you know. I don't know. Um, I don't want to be the tough guy, you know. I, I lived my entire life um, doing things that projected an image, you know, of either... I played rugby for a while just to be tough, or I don't know, I did enjoy it, but um, I, I did a lot of things. I rode my bike across the country. I, I wanted to do this and that, and sure, you know, maybe I'm spilling my ego out here saying this is what I've done, check me out. But mainly I want to say that it's been a facade, yes. you know, because there's, a, there's another side that's completely terrified, you know, of not being mad. Yes. And... Um, uh, you know, and not being that is being what? You know, you ask the question in your book, well, you know, be comfortable with who you are, who, or get to know that person, or something like that. <clears throat> but without that, you know, um, you don't really have much of a ground or a, a format to check out and wonder. Mm -hmm. you, know, mm -hmm. um, you do know that there was, um, you know, at the time you're doing these things, you know, you tell yourself anything. You know, it's an ex extreme adrenaline rush. And I put myself in dangerous situations just to go along with other people that were really good at stuff. And I knew I wasn't, but I did it anyway. Mm. You know, and I don't know why you know, that competitive or that thing was there. Mm -hmm. But I know I always did it and I never backed down. Yeah. You know, I got my butt whipped quite a few times just sure. for, for being, uh, <sighs> for lack of a better word, just being ordinary. Yes. And, you know, I'm, I'm completely sick of it. Yes. You know, sick of the facade and the. of the. the acting. You know, I don't even know if I was acting, but I don't know what else it was, you know, because yes. I'm so clinging to it now that I can't quite do it as much as I used to. You know, and um, I see the, the ammunition running out, you know. Yeah. And you know, to fall back on whatever it is is I don't know, scary. Mm -hmm. So, what if a total meltdown happened? Well, I told somebody last night I was afraid to come up here because I was afraid I might break down and cry, and that would be completely stupid. Would right? it be stupid, would it? No, it wouldn't be stupid. No, it wouldn't. But in my in my ego's opinion, it would be yeah. at first. Or so what if it was stupid or not? Yes, yes. You're asking me. Yes, because I'm after the part of your mind that has you know, that has created the, the, the self-image that has worked for the ego. 
and then it has certain behaviors work well, they gain attention, you, you have it off, you know exactly how to make life work for you. So there's behaviors that are to be avoided and there's behaviors that, that work for you. And, and you're sick of pretending and going with the behaviors that work. And the natural flow of who you are hasn't had much of an airspace because, because it's easy for you to, to do what you know works, makes you appear successful or whatever. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think, I think it all had its roots in um, difficulty early on, orphanage and stuff like that, and then getting on sports teams, and then I was fairly su pretty successful, and mm -hmm. I was able to be very popular and very uh, mm -hmm. well-known in schools, and I moved around a lot. There was a few divorces. My mom, and you know, everywhere I went, I would get on a... I was kind of shy and not fitting in everywhere. I was always new. But once I got on the football or baseball team or whatever yeah. it was, uh, it worked for me. Yeah, it worked. And so the physicalness, instead of having to sit down and have a conversation and being just an average Joe, yeah. wasn't didn't seem to be part of the part, working there as well as being something <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. Being more whatever. Yeah. And so I never developed the part. I never actually needed to develop the part. Yes. Um, yes. Because I did other things Compensation that people would want to talk to me about or, or have a need. Yeah. And, and I don't know how to say it other than I grew up fairly popular with the opposite sex, you know, and, you know, I had. Girls sending me notes wanting to go out with me and stuff. And mm -hmm. so I never really developed a, a respect or a just wanted to sit down and talk to them. I just, mm -hmm. it was something that, that I took for granted. Yeah. And so I never actually developed that either. You know, and so the ego yeah. was just completely able to bury the fear yeah. or, the, or the pain or whichever it was. Yeah. And so it just carried me. You know, and all the time the facade was getting thicker. Stronger, for sure. And, and then I was able to do pretty good making money, you know. And then I had whatever. I built my own house when I was 27. I mean, just because I worked hard and did whatever, you know. Yeah. And so... I was able to completely forget the, the more intimate side or the yes. um, the person yes. behind the facade. So it's intimacy with yourself is what didn't happen, maybe? Well, there was absolutely no int intimacy with anyone in my family early on. Mm -hmm. um, my father went to prison, white-collar embezzlement stuff. He was... Mm -hmm. Third vice president of Westinghouse and in the 50s and you know he just went flaming down and all of my mother's family were very wealthy and they had all their money tied up into a bunch of his schemes and so everybody crashed at once and that's why I wound up in the orphanage and so everybody was chaos when I was a kid and um, you know it was I forgot the point I was getting at um, 
intimacy. Oh yeah, there was never there was never that. It was just here, there, there, and then you know, you know, it was just chaos. Yes. Is all I remember. You yes. know, um, and my mother was quite depressed and suicidal because she had never worked a day in her life, and, and she was a spoiled uh, debutante of sorts, and. Um, So that's the pain part. Yeah. And yeah. I, I guess. I mean, because I've, I've registered it and let it be. Understood that they had their, it wasn't their fault, it wasn't my fault. Sure. Um, but I guess, you know, life moves on quickly and you grow up and you have your peers and life takes over, sort of, until you. Until you're ready to end, yeah. The until you glimpse the picture enough times to know that those things aren't it. Yes. I'm very, I'm very in tune to what's going on. Um, in my mind, as far as you know, I'll, I'll, la I get a good laugh at myself <clears throat> for being the way I am sometimes. As mm -hmm. far as thinking. Uh, or even judging or thinking I'm smarter than someone or thinking this or that or, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm aware yeah. of what I do. Yeah. Um, much more than I used to. I used yes. to be able to justify it. Yes. But now it's a, um, now it's a, it's a, it's a comical habit that I see. Not too comical because it's still overwhelming, not overwhelming, but annoying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I'm ready, completely ready. You know, I could get my business going, I could get another ski boat or whatever I wanted. I could, I could sell everything like I've done a couple of times and buy a Volkswagen van and drive all around the country and do whatever I wanted to do. I've done that. You know, load the books of Zen and everything else in the back and camp and see the beautiful scenery. And then, you know, you have to come home or, yeah. you know, yeah. sooner or later you run out of money. Yeah, yeah. I want that. That sucks. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know what else to do, you know. It's like if I get in a relationship, I'm done after three or four years. I'm like, there's just not enough adrenaline, enough excitement, enough something, you know. I need more pain or more mm -hmm. turmoil to get my mm -hmm. mind back mm -hmm. on the mm -hmm. um, need to mm -hmm. experience mm -hmm. and figure something out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I realize the dead end I'm on. Yes. Well, the outside world isn't doing it anymore. And the inside world, you're being pulled in there, but you don't know it well enough yet to actually dive in. Yeah, I got my toe in the water. Yeah, you've got your toe in the water, yeah. Yeah. And there's a whole world inside. It's pulling you. You know it's pulling you. You know it's, it's only going in one direction. And it's inevitable. And it's inevitable, that's right. <clears throat> so I'm there. Yes. I 
and I don't care what it takes, you know? Yes. Um, so that's why I was serious last night when I said, you know, take a chunk out of it or, you know, I'm here, take a chunk out of my ego. Yeah. Or, or, what, or whatever I'm holding on to. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But it's kind of unfolding beautifully. You know, there's a different energy about you today than there was last night. You know, it's, you're unraveling beautifully. You know? <laughs> unraveling beautifully. <laughs> My ego is going to love that. <laughs> yes, that's what it does. It claims everything, but you, you just know that you know that's fine. That's what the ego does, you know. But this is just happening anyway, anyway, regardless of what the ego comments. I think I don't know how to not act. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> What's the authentic movement? The authentic. That'd be an interesting game to play with yourself, you know. What's the authentic response here? Like if you're going into, I don't know, whatever you do, you know, going to have a beer with a mate or you're, whatever you're doing, just doing something normal socially. Say, okay, like, let's just see what the authentic chap is going to come out with here. And don't register the consequences at all. Just see what happens. Show caution to the wind. Let something, find something authentic that plays inside you. Well, I'll go ahead and apologize now for whoever I found later in the conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> you see, in being authentic, if crap comes up and, and we're being shitty towards somebody, what it is, is, is kind of a shadow side that has been masked over. You know? It's just the dark side that we've professionally hidden. Because that doesn't work and doesn't get us what we need, so, so we hide that. So very often in being authentic, you find a layer of where you're being an asshole, you know? And, and, and okay, but when that goes, okay, actually there's something much more humble, simple, cleaner, more human, more human. It's like you're finding what's the human man inside you. You know, he's got to have a bit of airspace, you know? Yeah, everything doesn't need to be said. Correct. You'll find you'll end up saying less anyway. Because an awful lot of what is said is for attention or to be seen or blah de blah Slowing down is good for you. It's like nature and the natural course of my life is um, unfolding um, some, some things on its own. Yes. Yeah. Yep, it's totally natural how it's unfolding for you.
going to take care of itself, you know? Yeah, I don't have any fear. No. There's a wave that's carrying you, you know? I have fear of looking fearful. Hmm. That's the ego, obviously. Yeah, of course. That's protecting the self-image, you know? Well, may life present you with scenarios where you look incredibly fearful. Just to let it happen. Demystify it. It's like I've never been afraid of anything that would hurt me on the outside, but I'm way afraid of anything that will hurt me on the inside. Then some healing of the inner stuff will need to happen, huh? If I hadn't already done it, I don't know. I yeah. Mean, I mean, other than holding on to it and having it so deep buried down that um, that I haven't been able to get to it. Yeah. Other than just thinking about it intellectually, I haven't felt it in a long time uh, as far as mentally. Okay. Um, you know. Yeah, it might show itself as you go in. You'll access it. I think there'll be a few layers of tears. Yeah, because I've always had it covered up by other very high uh, yeah. risk or adrenaline or whatever. Yeah, something's been going out at such a rate, it's for sure running away from something, for sure. When that comes, no matter where, if you're in the supermarket, cry. If that's when it comes, honour it. Honour it. If you postpone it, something still isn't ready. Honour the pace, no matter what kind of crap it lends you into. Honour it. When something is coming, it is the right time for it. Let it have its moment. Okay, thank you. Sure. I'm not going to sit up there. I've got problems, right? <laughs> um, and, I, and I don't really feel like I, mean, I don't feel like I have problems. I mean, I have problems, but I mean, I don't really feel like I have problems. Problems, but neither am I where I need to be, and nobody's sitting in a chair. So I thought, why not me? So um, probably have to speak a bit louder. I don't even know what I'm thinking. What I was thinking is like something happened for me about a year ago, you know, okay. where I was totally, I used to be all about my story. I have a good story. I had a good story. You know, it's a lot of pain, a lot of the whatever. Okay. You know, I used to tell it so much. I don't tell it no more. 
Okay. Um, except that it slips out every once in a while. Sure, sure. Um, but so this change occurred, right? Where I see things different, I feel things different, even the world appears to me different. You uh-huh. know? And so kind of like and I don't know how to like I, I kinda of talked talk about it a little bit yesterday, like fluffy and everything, you yeah. know what I mean? Um yeah. just different, just being it's just different. Yeah. Um but like it's not full. Okay. There's no Okay. There's no love in here. Yeah. It's not that there's not love, but it's not like full of love. Good. I mean, um good, yeah. And there's not um You know, it's like I feel like, you know, like, I mean, I feel like maybe I'm blocked or something, like I'm not feeling everything I'm supposed to feel or something. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? feels like, like I don't have bliss. You know, I don't have... Thank uh, God. It's an awful trap, that bliss stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, there's like, I mean, I don't, I don't have pain, but I don't have... You know, I don't yeah. have, yeah. like, all of this oneness. You know, I'm, I'm still that's not just one with everything. No, that's just a passing phase, the oneness thing. Seeing that everything is love is another experience. It's just understanding what love is. But it's still in the movie. Well, I, I don't have any of that stuff. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, can you fix me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So it's like, yes, I don't even know what... Is there something to be fixed? Is there a feeling that there's something to be fixed? Um, yeah, because like, I'm not enlightened or nothing. Will that fix it? Well, it's not like there's anything broken either. Mm. So why yeah, do I don't know. Fixed? I have no idea. Uh-huh. Well, because like I... Because I should be like one, not here or something, you know. I don't know God, you know. I don't know. I don't know anything, you know. They say that when you when you know, you'll know. Well, yes. I don't know anything. Yes. You know what I mean? There's nothing. Yes, I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's pretty an alright place to be. Yeah, it's not a bad place. I mean, mm-hmm. I. I yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do, of course. Yeah. So you're at the I don't know phase? I guess, um, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at the I don't know phase. Except that I do know that, like, it doesn't hurt. Yes. You know, which is kind of good in itself. Yes. You know, except that even not hurting gets kind of, like... I mean, I I don't know. Is there a missing of experience? Is there a missing of suffering as an experience? No, because you know what? I can choose it if I want to. Aha, okay. I mean, like, I can say, okay, this is how Mary Beth used to, like, oh, and if I want to do that, like, if I want to take this personal and hurt, yeah. then I can you do can that. You can turn it on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and then it's like, honestly, I thought, okay, well, maybe this is a way of avoiding pain. Okay. So that, yeah. like, this state is a way of... So maybe I should choose to feel pain. And then I just thought, well, that's really stupid. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, good. 
So, I mean, it's like just, but I mean, seriously, I was thinking like, because I don't know what this is. Yes. Am I making any sense? Yeah, totally, you are. So, um, because yeah, I mean, I can, I can see like how, like if you would say something mean or something like I could choose to let that hurt me. Yeah. And I can choose to just like, oh, you know, whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like, yeah. oh. Yeah. I mean, I can, I mean. So, I mean, I can feel pain if I want to, but, like, why? Yeah, why? I mean, yeah. I, I really did question, should I feel pain? No, no, I don't think so. No, no, there's no need to talk. Right. It's just I mean, unless switch. you tell me, that's going to help me, and then I just got to wonder. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not going to No, it wouldn't help at all. There's no brownie points for any kind of suffering at all. So, and, and I, then the, yeah, so, and I guess I feel like I don't know... For a while, I couldn't, you know, I had nothing, I, I didn't feel like I could move or do anything. Like, I just didn't want to, there was no, yeah. you know, um, like, it was really hard to go to work. It was really hard to, to yes. do anything. Yes. Okay, so now it seems like it's almost the opposite. Like, I feel like I'm just do, do, do. Okay. Okay. And not because I'm trying to do anything, but just because there's all of this stuff that needs done. All right. Does it really need doing, or is this just a mind game that it needs doing? Or is the doing happening, independent to what mind is assessing needs to be done? Well, it just, um, well, it kind of presents itself to me, and like, I mean, I guess I could not do it, but I don't know how to, I mean, no, I think, I mean, yeah, I think that it's just the stuff I got to do. Yeah. It's just like what needs done. Yeah. All right. So, um, okay, so a big crack came, and the, the glue to the personal I all about me story is gone. You've still access to the switch where you can turn on the personal I, but actually the glue is gone. It's not an automatic all about me gets switched on blindly. Right. All right, okay. So you, see, you seem to have bypassed these phases that people often get caught in, like the oneness experience or mm -hmm. the love or the bliss. These are just the greatest traps ever. Mm -hmm. Because they're experiential and they're hooks. And somehow you seem to have just bypassed them. So the, the state of, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But nothing really, um, you know, life being fluid like a river, just keep rolling by rather than nothing kind of flashing <coughs> you around the place anymore. Um, so then the capacity to experience is much less. So it's like, uh, you know, you know Where's my connection point with life? It, it used to be more intense or something. What, what's happened? You know? Okay? So the capacity to experience has... It's kind of burnt the fingers off, you know? The most tactile part of your hands, like, they're gone. You know? And it's like, hold on, there's something here. But but can't really engage anymore. Okay? So so it's the personal eyes being burnt out, but there's still some reference point running. Because there's still an individual who is talking from this place of I don't know. So there's a reference point still running. And the knowing hasn't kicked in. The knowing which is non-intellectual. That hasn't kicked in yet. Right. Do you know? Oh, I, 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 you sound right on. Yeah, my knowing hasn't kicked in. Yeah. And there's definitely yeah, somebody here. Yeah. And it's me, and I'm not real sure what I am, but like... Yeah, exactly. There's a reference point. And my experience of things is different. Yes. So it's not like I'm not experienced. I mean, I'm still experienced, but I don't experience it like personal, like yeah. it's all about it's me. It's more kind of like, 
you know, what is this? Yes, yes, things seem to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, okay, so how do I kick on the knowing and... The rest Mom, I missed those parts. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the ones that, that you've missed, happy days. That's totally fine. Um, the, the reference point is the thing that's maintaining the personal eye still. That's what you said last night to try to go to that, um, you know, you're not so concerned with all this other. And... It's not registering, is it, about the reference point? Can you find the yes, reference I, I, point? Yes, it is registering about the reference point, and then so it takes me right back to that place, like, okay, well, do you really want to let go of that point? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a protection point. Yeah, last night you didn't, and today, what do you want? Um, that's the point. I, last night I didn't want to let go of it, no. and so now I'm saying I want to go there, but I really recognize that I really don't want to let go of that point. Is, is the hold or the desire to hang on to that point as strong today as it was yesterday? Well, I don't think that, that it's really a, a desire to hang on to the point as... Mm. Like the point's just there. Okay. So is the point you? It seems to be like a point I can't get beyond. It seems to be like me. It seems like... It seems like the point, of course, isn't me. I don't know what it is. What is it? Feels like the connecting point. I mean, that's just what I'm going to say. It feels like the connecting point that keeps me, that keeps me solid. Feels like the connecting point that keeps me solid. Okay, if there's no connection point, if there's no solidity at all. I'll like... And why not? Well, I think two things. One, I don't really think that... As much as I think that it's me saying no, and it may very well just all be me saying no, or that point saying I don't want to go there. Or it could just be that, like, the point's not ready to move. That it's just like, like, I just have to wait. I mean, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, you see the, I, yeah. You see the idea that you're, you can do something about it seems to have burnt out. But, but the idea that you've replaced it with is not correct either. What is, idea have I, I replaced it with? Yeah, that, that, um, that maybe it's not ready, that maybe it doesn't have to go. It's like, mm, mm, mm. It's like an idea gets burned, but another one doesn't replace it. At this point, another idea doesn't replace it, but somehow another idea is coming in. Could it just be that, like, I really don't want to go? Yeah, but you see, personal desire wouldn't be strong enough at this point to make it stop. Then why? It's more identification. It's more mistaken identity. Okay, I talked to somebody before. They said, I'm not, I need humility. What does that mean? Okay, God's will, not my will, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, quit trying to do it myself. Let it go. Just, like, relax into it. 
And I, I don't, you look at me like I'm not making any sense. I'm just telling you all of the things that have come yeah, into me. That I don't see that resonating with you at all. Humility? No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't see it as, as loosening what you're talking about. You know, I, I, I don't see that right now. Okay, here's how it looks. Well, what I was thinking would loosen it is yeah. the love. If I could open up to love. Okay. Maybe, the, I mean, that was just an idea. Okay. Because I don't feel love. Okay. I mean, it's not that I don't feel love. I mean, I certainly love. Okay. Have you ever had bouts of gratitude for no reason? Oh, Devotion yeah. for no reason? Oh, well, yeah, but I don't consider it for no reason. It, there's lots of reason. I mean, it's all... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just a pouring that just starts without, without the mind being yes. there beforehand. Yes, yes. And a lot of times in presence, there's all kinds of, like, um, you know, gratitude. You know, okay. There's just like, yeah, so there's that. Not, and you know what, that seems to have gone more, it seems like I had a lot more, well, maybe not, I mean, whatever. But, like, whenever the, um, like, the pain went away, like, so did all of that devotional... Um, mm. you know, feeling of all of that stuff, kind of. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I do, I mean, I, I still have, I mean, I'm grateful. I'm yeah. grateful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to sound a little bit nutty, but can you cultivate it? <laughs> it's funny, because actually walking in here, I don't know who I was talking to, I said sometimes, you know, it seems to me like you know, gratitude's the key, like to be grateful for, um, yeah, f kind of for nothing and everything. Well, yeah, for like, yeah, nothing and everything. Yeah. yeah. Just cultivate gratitude or, or devotion either and let them kind of get mixed up. Cultivate something that, that, that will start an energy moving. How, how do I, how, what would you suggest is a good way to cultivate that? I know, you've got to do it yourself, right? You've got to do it yourself. It's a... Because it's a... I think you're right, and I think that'll open up. I mean, I feel like... I, I, there's a sense that I'm holding... holding like I'm, I'm stopping grace from flowing through yes. because I'm yes. afraid of being annihilated. Yes. Yes, of course. And it's the gratitude and the love, and, it, and it's tied into, like, feeling... It. And I don't know if it's so much undeserving anymore because I, I kind of, like... That was part of the getting past the pain was recognizing that, like, I, I didn't make this thing. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. This is just... Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I know I'm talking a lot. But, you're um, fine, you're fine, you're fine. It's just that when... when th there is a limbo land when, when the personal life breaks down. There is a limbo land, and it's kind of a static place while things adjust themselves. And it's really, you know, really difficult for many to, to participate in life and do normal stuff, like having a shower, it's like, duh. You kind of have to start again and learn again, you know. I remember carrying around an English dictionary because I forgot loads of words. I just couldn't remember English words, you know. And I was doing nothing at the time except going to the shop and buying bread and milk or something really basic. And I was like, I'd hear English words and I was there in monosyllabic words, like. And I, I literally carried around an English dictionary. I, like, so, so that kind of non-functioning phase, totally normal, totally normal. Doesn't happen to everybody, totally normal. And then the opposite <coughs> of that, of where, where life says, oh, it's like the body is 
we need to move, we need to move. And so doing happens because the body wants to move so that it can shed, so it can reorganize its nervous system. And all of this happens, okay? And so then an awful lot of movement comes in, all right? Totally natural. The antidote to like the really difficult to get up and go to work today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so then the stuff that because everything comes to a stall when the personal life burns off, in the case of many people, certain things need to be reopened, actively reopened. And the universe is doing it. You're here sitting, talking about it. So it's happening organically, even though it sounds like we're telling each other about it. But right, right, right. this is just how it's happening. And so, so the reopening of certain functions um, enables the differentiation between the working mind, the functionality of how, of how that Mary Beth is going to continue, and how the thinking mind thought it had a monopoly on stuff. So the thinking mind obviously thought it had a monopoly on devotion or gratitude or something. Thinking mind gets wiped and it's like the working mind says, that was never my domain. Huh? Love? What's that? That was never, you know, I'm the working mind. I'm the thing who gets it to work in the morning. Do you see? So, so it's like certain things must be cultivated in order just to keep energy flowing, just to keep the show going. You see? And keep grace moving. That's another way to say it. It's the same thing. Life, grace, whatever. So gratitude and... Gratitude and devotion, whichever. It might move from one to the other. But to let a pouring of that run through you. If it was there before, then, then, oh, then you yeah. know it. It was, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that's like, that was my core. That's my, you know, I mean, I was born. Read every saint book in the library. Talk about devotion. It's okay. like, um, yeah. Yeah, but, but it's kind of died. Okay, thanks. <laughs> but it kind of, like I said, it kind of went away when I... Yes, of course, because everything shuts down for a while. And certain things need to be cranked up. Very little needs to be cranked up. But if there was a core raison d'etre, a core thing that was there all along, it's too essential to the wiring of Mary Beth. It's too essential. It'll have to be there. It's an essential uh, part of the engine to make the Mary Beth character continue on. That's a good part, I think. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> but except you can't fake it. No, you can't fake it. So. But, but cultivate it until it kind of cranks up as a natural energy. On its own. On its own so, yeah, yeah, because I can always feel it. You yeah. know what I mean? I, like, I can sense it. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and that, the, the movement of that will, will, will break the connection between the perspective that's happening through your eyes and the identity that's imagining that it's your perspective. That's still running. Right. There's a perspective. Right, right. There'll always be a perspective because that's the human form. Right. But you think it's you. Well. Something. Yeah. Some part of There's you. There's something watching There's it. There's something watching it, yeah. Some, some ide- mistaken identity engaged in that perception. Right. Okay. Do you see? Um, I, I, well, at least I have... Something to do. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, and cultivate gratitude. Cultivate gratitude and devotion. And devotion. Cultivate it, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're pretty cool. I, I know this person I ever got to see you, or I never read anything, but I like how you do everything. All right, sure. Thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the gratitude is from nobody to nobody, huh? Don't, don't bring the gratitude into subject object. It's just the flow of gratitude. It's not from Mary Beth to another. It's not. Are they the accountant? 
Because I was thinking somebody in there is going to think, what the hell did he keep his phone turned off? I like that one over there. That one's kind of nice. I realize it gets annoying if you got too many. And then on the way home, I kept thinking, um, yeah, who knows what, you know, and all these thoughts like, it was meant to be, I hate that expression, but you know, this, this is what is. This is what yeah. was happening. Yeah. And it may have helped Ken, who was talking at the time, it may have startled him into something, or it yeah. may have done nothing. Yeah. And so I'm at the point where life kind of flows. You know, yeah. it just seems to flow, uh, but I'm not what you, what we commonly call awake. You know, and somebody said, uh, as soon as you talk about waking or not, and then you're setting up dualism. I understand that, but that doesn't help much. Um, and, uh, but things seem, I mean, I just sort of accept things, you know, I'm retired and, you know, I have mm. a little money coming in and mm. that sort of thing. There's not a lot of, you know, physical aches and pains, which is mm. another whole issue, but, um, and last year at our meeting here, somebody asked me why did I want to wake up, and I had one thing I threw out in a hurry, and now I have sort of another one, and I'm not sure what to do with it because, you know, I'd love to have it happen, but it kind of reminds me of a commercial we used to have where some woman goes into the restroom on the airplane and she does something with her hair, and the people outside hear these orgasmic moans coming out, and the stewardess asked some other lady, said, what would you like? And she says, I want some of what she's got. Yes. You know, and yes. that's sort of like I feel. I was sitting there looking at you and I thought, gee, I wish I had some of what you had. You know, and that's kind of where I am now. And I don't quite know. You know, I don't seem, seem to have. I may have a lot of hidden things that I'm not too aware of. And Bart Marshall beat me up a few times. That helped a lot. Um, and um, some of you probably remember that. And, um, but I don't quite know what to do next. I say, I just continue what I'm doing. I'm not particularly afraid of dying. I know how to die. I'm not going to tell Ken, but I know how to die if I wanted to peacefully. Uh. I've taken a good look at that. Memento mori. Remember, i got to die. So I understand that. I don't particularly want to die right now. Yeah. I uh, may want to live 900 years like Methuselah. So, so but, if you were to die in a month, is there, is there stuff left undone? Will there be regrets? Yeah, a few things, not so much regrets, but just organization uh, to be one very simple thing. We have a form for our wills lying on the table. We've got to finish filling out and sending it, for example. All right. But other than that, um, no, we have a daughter, you know, she'll inherit it all, straighten up all the mess. Yeah, but not when, not not after you die. It's like before you die. Is there stuff? God, I really, really wanted to fly a plane. I really wanted to go to Thailand. I mean, no, are there not, things? Not a strong pulling um, for anything particular. I mean, it'd be places to go occasionally, but I'm not a lot excited about some places. Okay. I maybe do a few things. I thought maybe I should start flying. I don't know. That's. There's no something that was that's on your to-do list. Not particularly, you know, I've sort of taken the philosophy I've heard from 
people involved in this now. I've been in this non-dualism for the last just a few years. Like, you know, there's nothing I'm here for. There's nothing I need to do. There's no right. There's no wrong. Yeah, I want a yes or a no answer, right? Yeah, what? I want a yes or a no answer. Not particularly has come twice. And it's like, there's either, if you're going to die in a month, is there stuff you're going to... No. Okay. No. There aren't things that you need to do in terms of fulfilling desire before you pop. No, just organize a few things, yeah, get rid of some junk. But no, personal desire. No. Personal desire. No. Okay then. All right. I think. Ah. Uh. <laughs> well, I, no. I'm gonna wake up. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna wake up. <laughs> I do want to wake up. But, okay. But yeah, I can. But that I, will happen or it won't. You know? But I can go or not. Yeah, I realize that's gonna happen. Or not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's right. Okay. As usual. But anyhow, I'm kidding. She's right. I do want to wake up. Okay. I want to have what you got. I don't mean you personally, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. idea of seeing oneness, you know, everything seems to be just... One thing I seem to miss out on, but it's not something I want to do, is I see some people seem to be overjoyed with life, and to me it seems just kind of moving along, you know. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes I'm excited about some things, or yeah. maybe a little disappointed, but, yeah. you know, I don't judge much. I don't yeah. think I do. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, what's game keeping the idea that you exist as an independent man alive? Because you don't, you know, and you're talking as if you do. I know, that's just the, this body function, I guess, the no. ego. No, it's, it's not the body function. Body functions without any identification. No, it, I guess it's the ego that makes me think I'm here. You and know. why are you buying it? Why are you buying that idea that you exist? <laughs> Sound like a good question. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know why I'm buying that I exist. It's just that I've had that thought for so many years now, and it's only lately that I'm into another line of thought that maybe, maybe I don't exist. I mean, I I have a lot of different kind of things that I think about, like virtual imagery, piping signals into the brain, so I could think I'm on Miami Beach now, and not being interrogated. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I understand things like that, that it's sort of all in the head. You yeah. know? At least it makes more sense to me now than other things. Yeah, I know you've got that perspective, but do you exist? I can't honestly say yes or no. You I'm, can say yes I cannot. Or no. You cannot. Because I can't, I don't really believe that I exist or that I don't exist in that, in that sense. In the sense that I think you are people who have waked understand that they don't exist yeah you know yeah. I, I know I don't have that that's the waking up part that's what I really want yeah but yeah but plugging in to the idea that you exist is the flip side of waking up yeah like you you can't run both yeah I should have expected that because yeah I agree with you yeah. you see yeah so what is it that exists? Because somewhere in there, there is, there is a solid belief around some level of existence. There must be. And it's like, it's like you're saying yes and no, and I can't see it until awakening. And it's like, hold on a minute, you're just avoiding the question, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just avoiding the question. What's in there? Yeah, what's in there that believes you're a guy? How come, how come, you, you, how come there's somebody there who's not awake? How do you know that? How can you say that? Support your argument. 
Well, I really don't know, you know. I mean, that's sort of, to me, that's a faith item. You know, I just believe that I'm a person who's not awake. I mean, I believe that there's an awakening that can happen. I mean, to me, that's the best way I've thought about it. And that's the best way I can come up with it. It's a belief. Okay, an awakening can happen. That's fine. But that you are a man who's not awake, that's the one I'm after. Yes. Well, that's how I feel. I don't quite know how to explore that deeper. I'm not a, probably a good self-analytical person. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to probe into that. Okay, this uh, is worth probing. I have a feeling you may be able to help. Well, let's see where we go. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I suppose in, the, in the, the old Asian traditions, it's like all these different paths. There's so many different paths, but they all end up joining at the end, toward, on, on a path called self-knowledge. Knowing what you're not, flip side, knowing what you are. Knowing what you're not, your mind can do. Knowing what you are, it's, 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 it's not that intellectual faculty. It's another thing. Okay. The knowing what you're not is like, hold on a minute now. There's an acceptance that you're a guy who, who, who right. has a desire to wake up. And it's right. like, hold on a minute now. Do you know this? Like, have a good look at this. Something has been accepted, and I'm not happy with. Well, it's just been there all your life. It's been there all your life. It's like, no, no, no. Actually, You're running it right now. I don't know that. Okay. I don't know. That. I mean, okay. I, you know, yeah, I really don't know that. Okay, you're gonna to have to find that out. Is it true that 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 you are a man who is, you know, who is whatever? who's whatever American or who's not awake or it doesn't matter what the descriptive adjectives you stick out to it. Is it true that you are a man having an independent life? Have a look. What evidence is there to support that statement? I've read some of the stuff that talks about that, and there is none. There's nothing that supports that. And I believe You've that. read. No, I'm not interested no, in what you No, but I believe that. I mean, I've picked up the idea somehow, but I just... Yeah, uh, uh, that's what I'm after. Where have you picked up the idea, and how can you believe it still? Stay out of the books now. What's this mean? Look, look at you looking for reference points. No, no, she was standing Don't mind her. Sorry about that. Don't no, no. mind her. She's you good. can she's, talk to her later. She's good. Anyhow. Uh, no, this, this is you. Me. You've got to walk this alone. I know. Um, where did I get that idea, I guess? Yeah. Um, it, it started not so long ago, I guess. Uh, I was in the Course in Miracles in the late 90s, I guess. Uh-huh. And so non-dualism. I didn't even know what non-dualism was. Yeah. And I went to seminary a couple of years too, but that was sure. way back. Sure. They didn't talk about those things. Yeah, no, no. And, uh, and then from that I read uh, some novels by Jed McKenna who talked about his process of self-inquiry, yeah. which I did for about a year on paper. And as he said, you know, I'd say, who am I, what am I? But I don't know that I really got anywhere with it. I just okay. entertained myself in a way. Sure. Um, so I kind of came up with the idea, I guess, maybe partly from, you know, thinking Jed McKenna said something made sense. And then when I came to my first SIG meeting two and a half years ago or so, uh, then I suddenly, I just, I cried a little because I suddenly saw people. Who were awake. And all that's kind of going into my system. 
So that's why I think that there's some possibility. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there have been these kind of emotional sorts of things from time to time. Yeah, you know? great. Yeah. And I'm here to see whether I mean, I'm feeling <coughs> something now which I'll carry away probably, but yeah, I mean, that's, it's just somehow got set in my mind that, that there is no me. Yes. You know, but somehow it seems to be just part of the answer, you know. Yes. You see, if there is no me, there's nobody who can wake up. So how do I do that? I, my daily mantra is I'm not here. Or well, the, I'm not me. Or so I don't. Well, the thing is you're running two things. Yeah. Some part of you knows there's no me. <coughs> some part of you says there is a me who wants to wake up. Yep. You have these two contradictions running. Yep. Which one are you more invested in? And why? Good question. I could give an easy answer, but I mean, I don't, I'm not quite sure. Mm. You know, I, yeah. I'm probably more invested in this one who wants to wake up, probably. I mean, it's hard to weigh those kind of, between those two. Yeah. Um, but I understand what you're saying, there is a conflict. Yeah. Yeah, there's a conflict there. You have, you have a foot in both camps, you know? Yeah. It's like, hold on a minute now, hold on now. Which one is the lie? Which one is real? Which... And... and you see? That's a hard one to answer for <coughs> right now. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is your work. This it seems is what like I need could. to work, just, I guess, continue the question, I guess. Question that this waking up process. It's kind of a. I mean, the fact that I feel the wake, you know, that I want the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a thing that you'd take on a walk with you, you know, or go out on a boat with or something, you know. Yeah. Do you know? Just alone. Go alone. No books, no partner, nothing. You know, go alone. Say, okay, right, we're going to look at one half of it today. You know, I'm, I'm a guy who wants to wake up. All right. Is that really, is that really believed in here? Is that in my gut? And just basically pull it apart and see if it's real. So it's, it's more about me than the fact that I accept things just happening as they happen. I mean, it's more about examining what's going on inside. Yes, it's a deeper level. Yeah. Need you to go into that self-knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to see what you're not. You see, you're not that, but you think you are that. You're not, you're not a guy who needs to awaken. You're not, but you're, you've taken it as real. So you're the one who, who can deconstruct that. So I need to work probably on more of what I've got so far that maybe brought me to this point, I guess. It yeah. sounds like I'm not quite sure. It's just one sentence. You've got to yeah. just look at it and say, is that really... It's kind of like if you're changing a job or you're leaving a marriage yeah. or something yeah. and you're like, you know what? I'm going to have to suss out what do I need to do here. Do you know that kind of feeling? Yeah. And you just take time out and you're like, okay, okay, well, what, what am I going to do here? It's that kind of an approach. Go out, do it alone. Okay. If you can at all. Oh, yeah. I have time. Yeah. Place, yeah. Yeah. And just, all right then, so, so here we go. Now, I'm this guy. I've taken it that I'm this guy who, had, who wants to awaken. Okay. Is that, you know, who told me that? Did I, do I believe that? Do I automatically believe it? Is it because I'm in a culture of where that's what we do? What's going on here? Did I learn this? Or do I believe it? Do I know it's true? 
Really check it out. There was a meeting I was at, actually, it was when Jen Frazier was down here, and she said something just really touched me deeply, and it felt like I was, I felt like if I'd been in a Southern Baptist revival meeting, and she'd said, healed, and I would have fallen over, and I would have waked up. I mean, it just felt so, so strong, and it was just, it was a good experience, and then it passed. And, yeah. You know, I almost, sometimes I wonder, isn't there something like that, that just, you just, Somebody else said that to me one time. Says, uh, "You're awake. You're not asleep. Awake. You're here." And I, it just it registered. You know, when yeah. somebody seems to say that to me, and I've often thought, should I make a recording and play it back or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, those cracks yeah. come, and we 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 reckon it's because of what somebody said, or because of being in somebody's energy, or something. But actually, it's not. Grace doesn't need yeah. any of these yeah. things set up in the movie yeah. at all. The cracks come, you know, they just come. But trying to grasp them or, or repeat them, uh, that one doesn't work either. Well, I it give I, you an experience, yeah. but it won't work. Well, as I understand you, I've got these two pieces I need to work on. Yeah. I need to work on this piece that's not real. Yes. The other one's going to take care of itself. Yes, you got yeah. it. Okay. You got it. I thank you. Yeah, sure. Bless you. Sure, yeah, sure. I'll say that again. <laughs> sure. Okay, let's call it a day, huh? Mm -hmm.